0: Welcome back to the big red zone. New episodes come out every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel quest for a hundred subscribers is still going. Leave us a rating on iTunes and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at big red zone. And most importantly, Danny football, tell a friend, one friend, one friend. That's all we ask. This is the big red zone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. As always, I am joined by Danny Football. Welcome to the Laser Show. Producer John. Yo. And this is a action-packed episode. We got a lot to un- unpack today. We got Super Bowl Sunday coming up. The big sad news that we kind of saw coming of Dustin Bedroy retiring. No one's getting into the MLB Hall of Fame. And we, there was a Celtics game, a couple of them. So we'll get into that stuff. We'll, lots to unpack. But first of all, you may notice something new about me. I didn't get my hair done.
1: New mic, new mic, new mic.
0: New microphone. Thank you to all the subscribers for helping me get it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. For thank, your, your, thank you all for your donations. I bought it myself. You got a new Michael phone. I got a new microphone. It looks, it's beautiful. She it has looks, an arm. You don't have to hold it anymore. I do have, I have a couple of them. Three uh, arms. I got three but... arms over here.
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Uh, and I got this thing, whatever this thing's called. John says I don't need it, Pot but I, I like to play around with it. Uh, said take it off. So
2: I only use mine because I bought
0: it. So yeah, see, Dave football looks like I was like, it. I'm
2: not going to let this thing go to waste.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's why I want to put it on <laughs> there because I want. bought. No, you told me not to. So no, I... yours is
2: on an arm, though, so it looks better without it. What's yours on uh, table A little stand.
0: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> stand. I like it. Um, but th- it's, it's nice. It's now I feel it's like beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful dude. thing. I'm throwing this microphone stand away. Uh, no, I'm not. It goes actually to fun fact about it little behind the curtain thing <gasps> insider baseball from, this is a little ins- insider baseball i'll just drop the other microphone. um this is actually a mic stand from the game rock band that has been gracing my presence since we started doing zoom shout out to rock band right rock band get that sponsorship money guys in fact beatles rock band any beatles fans out there leave a note in the comments paul mccartney at you yeah, I'm telling you, I loved
2: it. It's, I found a new use for it. Now you can do like if you get really aggressive, you can like pull in the microphone and when you're like disgusted, you can push it away.
0: Oh the like, I see them do that on their uh Felger and Maz do right, that all right. the time. That's ah! ridiculous. Ah! I shouldn't do that. I just got it. I don't wanna to... I was really
2: worried you broke it right there. Yeah,
0: that was, it took a while to get that set up. Shout out producer John for helping uh put it together about five towns away. Yeah, it turns out it was just a switch. Yeah. Who would have
1: thought? Who
0: would have thought? Well, without further ado, let's get into the first segment, which is kind of a biggie, I would say. It's the biggest game of the year. Super Bowl preview. Cue some kind of music, John. I was going to say you said that like we have an intro super for bowl it. <laughs> I, I Super Bowl preview. Can we legally
2: call it the Super Bowl?
1: Who's going to sue us, though?
2: Uh, the bowl of soup.
1: The, the bowl of be. soup?
2: The bowl of soup. No one says I like when people call it like the big game because I can't legally say it. Is that a true statement? Are we um, I'm pretty so sure... It like the Super Bowl? I think it's Buffalo Wild Wings I can't call it that, right? You yeah. also can't you also can't use like March Madness and other stuff like that. You have to call it like the tournament in March or something like that.
0: Well that's stupid.
2: But not I mean, here on the big red, not... red zone. It's the yeah. Super Bowl.
0: Well that the, the yeah, we emphasis on the sue because we're gonna get sued. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't think I don't think they really care. Uh, but if you really want to get into it, the bowl of soup. Tom Brady to his tenth bowl of soup of his career. Um, what is a key for the Bucks? Uh, we'll go. we we'll actually, Danny Football, start with the keys for the Chiefs that you think keys they have. for the Chiefs. I want to say they need to the be
2: Chiefs. able to get that offense going. Um, I think what we've been seeing throughout the playoffs is that the Bucks defense is heating up at right at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be important for the chiefs to get off to a hot start, especially because last year and especially this year, they've been falling behind in those first couple quarters, the first quarter, especially. So I think it's going to be big for them to maybe get some points on the board in that first quarter, get a good couple of drives going, get Mahomes established, get the weapons established and really put the pressure on um, Tom Brady to have to get into a gunfight and really see what we can do here. Cause I know the bucks defense is going to be coming to play. So I think it's going to be huge for the Chiefs to get get off to a good start. I completely agree. Uh,
0: looking at the Bucks, uh, I think their key to win is the defense. Uh, it's been—I mean—that's been the question mark all year for them, uh, and it's getting hot at the right time. Like you said, it's that hot goaltender going into the uh, the Cup Finals. So uh, as long as that stays, you know, they can contain that prolific. Is that the right word? Prolific, prolific. Wow. Scrabble word. <laughs> contain that. Um, contain that uh, offense, like you said with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think they'll be in good shape because I think that offense on Tampa side is just as good. They got you know, hopefully they got AB playing. Chris Godwin, if he can catch the ball, will be good. Mike Evans, if he catches the ball, like I feel like they got a lot of good weapons there, and they got TB12 leading the helm. Yeah. So.
2: It might come down to whoever can get the biggest stop or a takeaway. Correct.
0: Um, So we'll have to see. I'm kind of, I bought into the box, man. It's like my question marks for them were never about Tom Brady. And the question marks that I had are kind of answering themselves. So, um, it's going to be a good game. I think this is going to be, as much as I would have liked to see the Bills in there, I think this is the game that we all wanted to see. And I think Pack. this is
2: the biggest media market game they put a, the NFL could have possibly gotten. I mean, you're getting yeah. the Chiefs, who has the promised son in Mahomes, and you're getting Tom Brady with the rebuilt box, who are playing at home and have a chance, Big Red, to be the first Super Bowl team to win in their stadium. Isn't this the first team to play at home? Mm-hmm. So they could be the first. They're already the first to do it. They could they be, can the be the first win. to
0: win it. Um, real quick, before we move on, but did you hear that clown? is an it's a enemy of the podcast. Um, <laughs> that clown, Nick Wright. you hear I, did, I did not. It enlightened me. He said, I don't quote, but he said that you could argue Patrick Mahomes has more Super Bowl experience than Tom Brady for this game.
2: Yeah, that was in one more recently or he said
0: because he's played he played one last year Uh under the same system with Andy Reid and he has the familiarity Tom Brady didn't play last year. I guess that's it. And it's in a new system. Okay, what buffoonery is that he's such an idiot. This
2: guy is a moron. I mean, he does realize I mean, I get what he's trying to say, but this is Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl. The dude knows what the hell it takes to win this game. Right. He and understands he with different people. Every, right. like every right. he had different offensive coordinators. He had different defensive coordinators. He had different players. He never really, if you think about how spread out some of those super Bowls were, he had completely different teams, right? Completely different schemes, completely different offenses every right. single time he was there. Right. So I get what Nick Wright's saying, but at the same time, like, it's idiotic. If, if the Bucks were a cohesive unit enough to make it here, what the hell makes him think they can't just win this game? Dave Football, let me let me throw this scenario at you.
1: hmm
0: We we both like, to, you know, we like to put some money down on some stuff. You know, we have been known to gamble. <laughs> maybe the stock market a couple of times. I was oh hot. Oh my to god. Hold but the line. We like we like to gamble a little bit. hmm We've we've dabbled in the game of poker, right? Okay. I think I think yep. we've dabbled. If I go to Twin River Casino, and I play in a big poker tournament, Uh I play poker this week, (laughs) and I go next week for a poker tournament, and the World Series of Poker winner from Vegas comes and plays in Twin River Casino next week, that's like me saying I have more experience playing poker than the guy that just won the national tournament. Well, Big Red's
2: played played at this table before, and he knows the table. I played the
0: table last week. I won one tournament. He knows where where to sit. He
2: knows the dealer.
0: It's like it's this And then the world hears a poker
2: guy is like you do realize I've played on a million different tables, right? Yeah. yeah. I it's
0: like me going to like some poker night and then like having some guy come here that's won a bunch of like won a bunch of tournaments and saying he has I have more experience than them. It's not the guy that's been there the most times has the most. experience. It's just
2: Nick Wright trying to, you know,
0: he is a buffoon.
2: That is what he's is just it. being. A moron. You know, he likes to
0: go against the grain. He likes to be
2: the cool guy. That you know
0: why? It's because his only saving grace in sports is the
2: Kansas City Chiefs. And, well, he's on uh, I he, I would venture to say he's a fake Chiefs fan. I don't. Oh, remember? 100%. I don't remember this guy being a big Chiefs fan when Alex Smith was the quarterback. So I I really do question his fandom of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's I know he's there. I know he's from there, but I really do question how much he actually put into the chiefs before out, before Patrick Mahomes put them on the map i bet
0: this is this is uh this is unconfirmed but sources say his first chiefs jersey was a patrick mahomes jersey i just want to say that unconfirmed this is just rumors started right now his first jersey was a patrick mahomes jersey i don't know, he's a fake fan a great man once called him an angry little man he, that he sounds smart like whoever said that <laughs> He's, a, he's an idiot. I I can't take and I honestly before we can't we'll save the Celtics talk for later. But I can't take the slander of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown anymore. It's from this, this bread.
2: It's his bread and butter at this point, man. There's it's, no stopping him. It's
0: like the Max Kellerman off yes. the cliff. Yeah, but the funny thing about the cliff was Max Kellerman walked that back. I have to give him credit. He did apologize. He's he's admitted he was wrong. I can't wait for the wrong. I'm it takes wrong. Takes a tweet. big man.
2: Takes a big man yeah. to admit when he's wrong. And you
0: know. And, and Nick takes- Wright is not a big man. He's an angry little man. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on, let's get positive for a second. You know what I mean? Let's get, pod- We're get positive. Get that positive podcast. sandwich. Get the positive sandwich. We had the positive in the beginning. We had the negative Nick Wright in the middle. That's going to be what we call him from now on. He has his few nicknames on the show, but negative Nick Wright. That's how I don't I Just put it on a t-shirt. Um, now the positive. We just said we like, you know, we like Super Bowl. Super Bowl brings a lot of betting. Toss some money around. We love the thing I love the most is the prop bets. And so that's why we're going to do a little segment we like to call Prop Bet Madness. There's no music for this, but I'm going to pause it <laughs> and anyway, see if anything goes in there. Um,
1: maybe some circus music. I don't know. Oh if my God.
0: If not, you can just play my. How come I
1: have to make new themes every week now?
2: I don't know. We need to get new segments, Jeez. dude. It's, it makes them tell friends. All right, uh, Big Red MVP. Who do you got? Um,
0: I gotta go with a guy that's won it before. He's up there towards the top. Thomas Brady. Not for I'm foreshadowing a little bit of who I think's gonna win, but I think Tom Brady's gonna win. Usually goes to the quarterback. I was gonna uh, say the same thing, but I I'm going Tom
2: Brady. I I'm think. gonna foreshadow my pick as well. I'm gonna say Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think you know it's the, it's the Super Bowl. They tend to just give it to the quarterback, like you said. Um, because last year, who had a didn't? Uh, I can't remember who went off last year. The running back, the uh, Damian. Will- was it Damian? Yeah, Damien Williams, Williams like earned. He, he had a he had a game and a half, and he sealed the game, and they still yeah. gave it to Mahomes.
0: Or like when the Falcons came back. I mean, Tom Brady did earn it because he set the record of everything in the Super Bowl. But James White. Definitely was right, right, right. Malcolm Butler should have had it. Malcolm Butler, Seahawks one,
2: then Deion Branch somehow took one a couple years ago. But um, you want a hot take? I think Patrick Mahomes (laughs) has the ability to win the MVP despite even if he loses the game, he could still get it. That's just foolishness. That's just the NFL loves Patrick Mahomes, and they'll find a way to get him another trophy. That that would be nuts. I Roger think that, Goodell will come down from his castle upon high and be like, well, if he I lost will, the game, we got to get him another trophy. The
0: last thing that Roger Goodell wants to do is hand Brady another trophy. Right. So he's going to be like, I'm going to
2: give him. it to Patrick instead.
0: Uh, I think that's crazy. I don't think there's a chance of it. Now, I will say, if the Chiefs win, I think, uh, I think one of the receivers has a chance to win um, the MVP. Because, like... I mean, they're probably not going to give it to Tyree Kill based on his, uh, how do we say, antics off the field <laughs> this, this past offseason. Uh, but, like, when you look at Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, they each put up over 10 receptions, over 100 yards, in some cases 150 yards, and a couple Kelsey touchdowns. A, yeah, Kelsey's a
2: good candidate, too. Kelsey
0: could win the MVP if the, if the Chiefs win. And he has a big game, obviously. But... Um, it's going to be close. I, I think it's going to come down to the quarterback and, you know, it's whoever wins. I don't think Mahomes will win it if they lose. But moving on to our second prop bet, uh, our third, I should say, this is a fa- fan favorite. What color of the Gatorade will it be dumped
2: on the co- winning coach? I'm gonna go with orange. It was orange last year, so I'm gonna ride the uh, hot hand. I'm gonna go orange. Orange is the leading, um, the leading um, orange. I, orange is a good one, dude. I feel like they like orange. They do.
0: I'm gonna go with um, lime green or lime yellow, green, yellow. Okay. Because I feel like I've seen it a few times. Orange is a big one. Orange. I think blue was a big one last year too. Um, blue is actually the lowest dot. Ooh. Uh, orange is the highest, followed by red. Uh, clear water is the third one, which I don't. It's always Gatorade. And it's uh, a Gatorade bath, dude. It's, it's not always a regular a bath, right? You want a regular bath, go home to the shower. Hit the showers, the showers. baby. Uh, I think I think it's gonna. I something something just drew me to. Uh, I like lime green. Drew me to the lime green or yellow. More options. Uh, over under. Uh, Tony Romo saying. Let me tell you, Jim. Uh, I said it too. Oh, you, you got to hammer the over hammer there.
2: Hammer the over. He's gonna at least. He's gonna blow through. Let me tell you, Jim's at the first, least like two yeah, minutes. The, <laughs> the first drive. If
1: yeah, anything. He's, he's gonna
0: destroy this over under. He's definitely gonna say Slam it. Slam the more. over on this. Slam it. Take it from Daddy Football. Slam the over. Uh, length of the national anthem. I think. I guess it's the over under. Uh, sung by Eric Church and Jasmine
2: Sullivan. It's at 120.5 seconds, a little over two minutes. Half a second over two minutes. I'm going to say under. See, Wow. I was a, see, I was a big over guy last year, but it was significantly under last year, so I'm going to ride the under. Really? It was significantly under last we, year. It was under last year? Significantly under. Maybe I'm thinking under. Of two years ago. Significantly under.
0: I went hit the under a couple either last year or the year before. Last I year lost. I was. It conv- must have been two years.
2: Last ago. year I was convinced it was going to be over, and then I timed it when the game was going on. It was way under. Really, they blew through it. I'm going to go the over. Okay.
0: Something I've learned about the national anthem: you always hammer the over. But apparently, over you two don't. minutes, dude. That's a long time. That's, that's a, a long, long time.
2: Eric Eric Church.
0: I know a, who that is the country guy. Oh. He's a, he's a country western cut. Not country. Yeah, western, I think country, he's. Country, he's He's blue collar. He's going to get this done. He wants to see
2: some football. Nah, he wants to see some football.
0: It's also a duet. So you know what that means? They take the time uh, to yeah, each other they're gonna shine, have to back and forth. I mean? So it may take a little time. They give a little thank you. They hold that note out for a little bit. <laughs> Eric Church plays the guitar a little bit. He gives it a couple extra seconds. At the end. <laughs> I a you, banjo. Over. Uh, Odds that Eric Church will wear sunglasses during the national anthem. I'd go yes.
2: All right, so I had no idea who he was, but now that you mentioned that he's a country guy, he's 1,000% going to wear All sunglasses. All these famous people wear sunglasses. 1,000% going to wear sunglasses. Let me, tell, let me tell you something. If they're wearing sunglasses inside, they're definitely
0: going to wear sunglasses outside. Let me tell you that. They're going to they're gonna wear sunglasses. Good point. Hit the yes on this one. Yes button on that one. All right, here's a little halftime show question. First song performed by The Weeknd at the halftime
2: show... Halftime show. That's it. See, I'm a big weekend guy. Oh, you have some insider knowledge. Big weekend guy. I love Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Um, so I'm gonna go Blinding Lights. It's his latest hit off yep. the newest album, and I think that's how he's gonna open the show, man. I know that's a
0: good. That's a good one to get it started too. Right. Like, that's, that's what, what good, I'm thinking. Like,
2: like he hits everyone with like the new song bah, that everyone knows, and bah, then maybe he goes into like his old stuff, like Hills Have Eyes, and you he's you know, definitely gonna play Starboy. Can't Starboy can't feel my face. So I think he opens with blinding lights because it's a more recent hit, but then he kind of works his way back. I think that's a very good
0: call. Uh for the sake of uh debate. I'm gonna go with Can't Feel My Face. Oh, he pulls out a classic. He pulls out a classic to start. Now and then he ends with star I think he ends with Star Boy, because that's like a good like end
2: song. True. I don't know. I, think, I know he's. Gonna, I think he'll at least break out "Blinding Lights" and "In Your Eyes" from the new album. It yeah, also. It makes be, sense. I don't. I also don't know if he's gonna. What about "Heartless"? You're. You're a guy. Heartless. Mm. That's the, the only reason he'll, I say that. That's yeah. He'll. He'll use "Heartless." He'll definitely use "Heartless." Yeah.
0: The six songs that I that they had were "Blinded," "Blinding Lights," "Heartless," "In Your Eyes." This is in order, by the way. Mm-hmm. "Starboy," "Can't Feel My Face," and "Pray for Me." Oh, no, pray
2: for me. I didn't even think of that one. I don't. I
0: think. I think. Blind. I think you have a good. Blinding lights blind is a good lights. opener. But he may say, opener. "Screw you, prop bets," and say, "Go a different song." Um, he may go Starboy because that's actually a good one to start. With. That's like a good, like upbeat one to get
2: everyone going. We're gonna have to see, dude. Well, I, I, I'm. I'm actually very excited for this halftime show. I say King I, of the Fall. What? King of the Fall. I think he comes out with a banger. King of
0: the Fall. That's not even on here. You're playing the field there, John. And he comes <laughs> out
1: with a banger. You're or,
0: playing the field. Or, crew love with Drake. Well, I don't think he'll open with it, but he's but, not going to, um, yeah, he, he won't open up with a duet or like bringing out someone.
1: But mine's King of the Fall. I like it? it. We all like different songs. I one? like
0: it. Uh, Odds to perform with The Weekends. another one since you mentioned Drake or uh, there's some sub- other Classic people. Uh, this is, I mean, there's a lot of hype. Everyone's saying that Ariana Grande is going to come out. Uh, who do we think? You're,
1: I mean, I, John, are you a big weekend guy? I'm assuming. Yeah, I like the weekend. I was kind of more, not to take the hipster route, but I was kind of more on them before, like, Starboy. Uh, hipster alert coming
0: from, <laughs> uh, the producer, John. I kind of
1: liked him during the, uh, during when the, um, the trilogy kind of first started dropping as mixtapes.
2: All right. Well, I'll say <laughs> that you're a fan. I'll take that as a fan. We know so you're beauty behind the band this weekend.
1: Not even. I'd say trilogy and uh, Kiss Land.
2: Oh, wow. That's really early. Holy shit.
0: Zach, who do you think's coming out with us? <laughs> give
2: me future. Give me future. I want future out there. Years a good one. Maybe future will give us a little uh, life is good sample and then we'll all feel good about ourselves. I like it. Producer John, you said Drake. I wanna go Drake. I mean nuts. Um I I'm feel like Drake the- would if I I feel like Drake would have to be his own thing. It's true too.
0: I yeah, I don't think I think That's Drake true. would say like I wanna come but out Ariana with myself Grande
1: too though.
0: Ariana Grande would do it a do would do like she would come out with someone. I think she would I think she would uh Yeah, would she tell you that? Yeah, she did. Insider trainer. <laughs> um I, I want to go Ariana Grande, but I also want to go this Lana De Rey, Del Rey. Del
1: Rey, you it's crazy. I don't, you don't know who Lana Del is. is. She's one of the most famous is. artists on the planet right now.
0: Obviously, not too famous because I've never I, heard of her.
1: <laughs> Oof. Yeah, but you listen to like Uh-oh. you listen to like Kenny
0: Chesney all day. I like I like The Weekend. I'm just out. No, you know, you know who Chesney. I love. You yeah. know this is probably not going to happen. But I, I I would love for him to come out here as Post Malone. I'm a huge oh Post Malone guy. Oh my fucking that's a, that's god! A really good pick. I would Christ. love Post that's Malone, a really
2: dude. You have no idea how hard I pull every year for Posty to do the halftime show.
0: You know how great god that would be, for goddamn doing, year. Uh, that uh, I but if it's love if it's sponsored Post by Malone, Bud Light, he'll be there. I freaking uh, no, but love he's Post-C also Malone. um what else? He's also another sponsor. He does those commercials, the other commercials. He, oh god
2: what's the other ones he does he does bud light he does bud light seltzer he does um he did doritos oh doritos that's true who
1: was the performer last year it was
2: um was it alicia keys no not alicia, alicia
1: no it was um j-lo it was
2: and
0: j-lo shakira. and um
1: shakira yeah oh so who was the year before that
0: <laughs> That was uh because uh...
1: i remember big boy from outcast came out
0: Let's uh, let's pull him up, Adam Levine. Adam Levine.
1: Oh, all right. I'll Adam Levine it. did it two years ago. Mm-hmm. He was the Pat Super Bowl, yes. Well, there's so many. We should probably there's move so on to the there. next question, but, but I kind of want that say, was JT. I kind of want to say Andre 3000. Oh my God! Nuts. Um, I would love for Post Malone to come out.
0: And what's it a Pepsi? Oh yeah is, yeah yeah yeah. He's a Pepsi guy. So Pepsi's sponsoring it. Bring him out. I would love it. It's really If you're listening,
2: jump out there. I would love to have Posty on there. I was in his top 1% of fans on Spotify. Holy
1: <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, wait. A couple years ago wasn't... Last year was Shakira. hmm
0: Two years ago was... Um... No, it was Maroon 5. Yeah, Adam Levine. Yeah, Adam, oh, Adam Levine. Oh, Adam
2: Levine. the hell out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I messed up. I, that's not what and I thought. And then before that, that was Justin was... Timberlake. Yep. Before that was just Timberlake. Then, then Lady Gaga, Gaga was before that. That's Lady not Bono Gaga singing. Was... That's you two. No, there was a, I, I, <laughs> there was a disconnect there. I I thought he said some. you know I, I thought he said Adam Lambert. That's really
2: what I thought oh, he said. I was no, like, no, there's no, no,
0: no way Adam Lambert did it.
2: And Ooh. then all right, before uh, that, I would think it was yellow card, and then before that was Katy Perry. Wasn't yellow card, it was cold. We gotta
1: party. move on to the point. next cold question. Point. We gotta go to the next question.
2: Uh
0: looking at other uh there's not really Oh, you know what's a good one
1: too? Pitbull. Mr. 305. Not that I'm a Pitbull he did, fan, um, but he's always
2: there. Oh, no, he got screwed at the Miami Super Bowl. They didn't bring him out. Really? He was supposed yeah. to. Be. I did not even know he was supposed to be there. He was there. He was at the Super Bowl. They just didn't Last use Last year? Yeah. <laughs> that's a slap in the face. <laughs> he just didn't <laughs> in that's, that's they didn't use him. They're in his city
0: they use them. They could make that it up for him this year. Um, that's a good. Yeah, that, that would make Tampa. It. Uh Real quick, just moving on because we got. I think next week we're going to do a Super Bowl halftime show segment. I'm more
2: than ready for that, man. We'll include. We'll include
0: uh, the weekend and Posty. Uh, <laughs> for Next. week. Oh, it's a fantasy draft. Like we can take anyone. Yeah, we can take. Uh, oh no, like of that's already performed. Yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. We can't just said Posty. I was like, oh, well, Posty's Well, Posty's going to come out this week. <sighs> man, I hope. So. I can't wait for him to perform. Uh, my dad. Side sidetrack. He was my track. first
2: concert, dude.
0: Really? Yeah. My dad loves Post Malone. Kind of random, but my dad loves Post Malone. He doesn't seem like a Post Malone fan, but he, he seems,
1: seems like a Post Malone fan. guy.
0: Uh, I wouldn't peg him. him <laughs> he loves Post Malone and Lady Gaga, whatever that. Whoa, Lady Gaga dude, has bangers, dude. I love her head he show. Um, real quick, another classic prop bet. Will the coin toss be heads or tails? Tails never fails, baby. See, I go heads. I always go right, heads. 50-50 shot. You know why? Hmm? Because uh, Slater said you always go heads. So I always listen to Slater. For basketball now, we don't do a tip-off. For high school basketball, you do a coin toss. So I tell the kids all the time, go heads. Don't, don't question it. They went tails one time, and he said, they said the tails never fails, and we lost. I was like, well, there you go. Tails does fail. <laughs> there you go. I go with the mantra, tails does fail. No, it never fails. And who do you think wins the toy, coin toss? Uh, 50, 50, who, gets, shot.
2: who gets to pick it?
0: Who's the visiting team? Visiting team
2: would be Tampa. That's weird. Ta- yeah, isn't that weird? Tampa is the visiting no team. Well, th- it alternates every year. Um, oh, it does? I thought it goes by record. No, it, I thought it always alternated. I thought it was always AFC one year, NFC the next. I thought it was by record. Who, uh, well, let's Google. Google's a magic thing.
0: Who is the home team? Do
1: do 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 Oh, Tampa's the
0: home. They say Tampa's the home team.
1: Do do do
0: Is there a reason why? Nothing fancy about the home team decision de- determination of the Super Bowl. It alternates each. Wow, good job! Bang alternates bang! Years from the AFC, to the NFC. Uh, a year ago, the Chiefs were the home team.
2: There you go. So it yeah, just ironically works out that the, so the Bucks are at Bucks. home and they're the home team. They get to call it. So yes, they're going to win it. Everything's going their way. Yeah. I'm going chiefs. Tom Brady will
0: alternate. He'll take, he'll take it at halftime or he'll start off with the ball and Chiefs will defer. Um, I think it's time all that leading up to uh, this very important picks of the week. Picks of the week. Now, picks of the week this week is Super Bowl edition. We've kind of talked about it. Uh, We stink at it, but yes, this one, someone is bound to be right. One one of us will be right, one of us will be wrong. And that will determine who has to move.
2: No. Um, Oh, dude, if I get this right, we
0: tie. I don't think those are right. Oh, I haven't really been keeping track. We we're both awful. That's what it is. Winner go
2: home. Here we go. I'm going, I'm going chiefs. Um, I think, I think the chiefs just have a golden horseshoe shoved so far up their butt that they're just going to pull it out. Um, I think, like I said earlier, I think their offense will be able to get going. They'll get out to a lead and it'll turn into a shootout. And I don't think old man Brady can get it done. And, uh, Patrick Mahomes repeats and walks out with another MVP trophy.
0: Now for me, uh, I'm, I'm chaining it up a little bit. Months ago, I was quoted to say the Bucs would not win the Super Bowl. Uh, but that has changed. Their defense has changed. They're playing really well. I, and plus, if I'm going to put my money on someone to bet on, I got to put it on Tom Brady. I, I'm going Bucks in this game. Experience, yes, Nick Wright. He does have experience advantage <laughs> over both of those clowns over in uh, Kansas City. Um, I, think, I think they're going to win. I, and it's going to be a good game. I'm rooting for Tom.
2: It is going to be but a good game. That, that we're guaranteed of.
0: Now, staying in the football realm, getting a little bit away from uh, the Super Bowl, there was big news, which kind of made it hard to focus during the Lakers game, Celtics-Lakers game, uh Matt Stafford got traded.
2: Which huge is a, breaking news, dude. Huge breaking news.
0: Which is a part of a fan favorite segment. Watson watch. Cue the horn, John.
1: Uh
0: Matt Stafford traded uh for a huge, huge return. Um I I honestly, when I first read it, I was like, wow. And then I was like, I don't get it. So he he got traded for let's he got traded for what two first round picks?
2: Yep. So the He's, Lions send Stafford to the Rams in exchange for the Rams' first round picks in twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, a third round pick in twenty twenty one, and their starting quarterback Jared Goff. Like I it's a, first question that comes to my mind is Jared Goff that bad? Uh, it, I've it? never been a big believer in him. I think he sucks personally, but you know i don't think he's that he's good a lot of money
0: but i don't think i think that's the reason they wanted so much for him was the money but you can always send money i don't get how this is like matt stafford i will stand on a stand on a uh, pet like uh, a soapbox and defend a shoebox and defend him uh especially since that uh i think everyone's seen if you haven't go watch it the mic'd up when he like throws out his shoulder and still oh throws a game-winning touchdown nothing fires me up more than that clip but I don't think the drop-off is that big for, or the big I should say the step up I should say he's definitely better but I don't see the step up that much bigger from Jared Goff to Matt Stafford
2: I agree I think Stafford's better yes I don't know if he's two first rounds a third in a starting quarterback better but right. I mean, it's the Rams and the Rams philosophy the last couple of years is to go all in, whether it's paying for people, trading for people. They just don't really care about the draft. They'd rather get proven guys. And I feel like Sean McVay just kind of reached the end of his leash with golf. He was getting beaten out heading into the playoffs. And I think that he saw that Stafford was available. He liked what he saw and he said, Hey, we don't, we don't use draft picks as it is. Let's, package a deal and get matt stafford in here but couldn't you argue to say like you could have gotten
0: a maybe instead of a second or third round you throw in a second round pick but couldn't you have gotten Deha- uh deshaun watson for that ransom? oh you easily could have gotten deshaun watson for this package and wouldn't you want deshaun watson over matt yes 1000 yes so why did they go for Matt? i don't understand it could
2: be it could be a thing that um Watson just doesn't want to go to LA. We that's know true. his we know his favorites are the Jets and the Dolphins. Maybe he maybe the Rams inquired about it and but the Texans went to Deshaun and he said, No, no chance.
0: Yeah, I man, that's probably something to that. I, I wouldn't I don't think that's too far off. Uh, I, I'm shocked at the the more I look at it, the more I'm surprised at the payoff that they got. Um they got so much and it makes me nervous. For what Deshaun Watson is going to be like the asking price for him. I mean, be. if
2: this is what Safford is worth, I can't imagine what Deshaun Watson will pull, man. I'm I heard that first round picks, second round picks, third round picks. You're talking players, everything under the sun.
0: Now, the rumor is the going asking price is two firsts, two seconds, and two starting defensive players. Oh, my God. That's, that's the going rate. That's like the minimum that I think they're looking for, which means they probably want some more in there. Uh, do we think the Patriots can still pull off this deal? Do they have the capital, first of all, to pull off the deal?
2: I'm gonna check their draft picks real quick. I, well, they're picking at 15 like this we, year. We have our first, a second, we have a third, a thirds. two, three fourths, a fourth, that's what I'm thinking, fifth, of and a sixth. So we can't give them multiples. I mean, we can give them a second in a different year, but.
0: Yeah, I think that's what they want. I think they want two years' worth of first and second. So we definitely have the capital. I just don't know if they'll mm. take it. Like, I think they could definitely, I would definitely 100% offer this trade. Like, I feel like you can offer your first-round pick this year, next year, your second-round pick this year, next year, and then throw in, like, a young defensive players, like like Winnow, I, as much as I hate to give up on, like, trade him away. I mean, it's Deshaun Watson. And then maybe I mean I put out there Stephon Gilmore because he's already trying to go. Um,
2: But so you're doing two firsts, two seconds. Stephon Gilmore and Chase Winnow for Deshaun Watson. The reason I say that is because I think once you get
0: Watson, I think it opens up for you. I think you get Allen Robinson. I think you get a guy like, um, you know, Hunter Henry. I think I have a feeling J.J. Watt is going to follow. I think J.J. Watt would... Oh, yeah, he's on his way uh, out, too. I think he would follow to New England if Watson went here because I think they have a good relationship. And he playing for Bill as a defensive player, I'm sure, is a dream. So I think he would definitely come here. And then a cornerback, I feel like, I feel like you, have, you have some young guys here. You can go get a third round. You're, you're going to draft your main starting players in the third and fourth round anyway. So you're going to draft a cornerback in the third or fourth. Plus, you can probably find someone at the free agent market with all the cap space that you have. Not to mention, you're probably going to get a guy like Hunter Henry and two receivers, like I said, like Allen Robinson, maybe Chris Godwin if he wants to leave. Um, I mean, I think, you have, I think if you get Watson, the chips will fall behind him.
2: The real question is, will he want to come here? Because we know he that's has... That's a different question. I don't think so. where he goes. I don't think so.
0: Like Matt Stafford didn't want to come here, right? Like, what? Why? Why? But also, I think maybe the Pat, maybe the the Matt Patricia thing did wasn't
2: negative. That we a negative. We're talking about that. that this.
0: Well, as um, you all know, he played baseball with Clayton Kershaw, so maybe that's what it was. He wanted to go to. He's an LA boy, and maybe that's why he wanted to go play baseball with Clayton Kershaw. Um. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's going to end up in Miami. I have a bad feeling that he's going to end up in Miami. It's, uh, like it sad. Stinks. It's sad.
2: Buckle up, folks. We're not done yet. The offseason's young.
0: Yep. It's still. We haven't even started yet. We're going, to, we're going to get into it right after next week. And hopefully there's some good news that follows. But um, definitely definitely ups the charge for a guy like Deshaun Watson with Matt Stafford getting that much in return. Um, a real quick Celtics recap. Um, they lost two two close ones. Main one was the Lakers. Uh, Danny football watched that game. I watched that game. That was a tough one to
2: watch. Two day. rough two rough games. A loss to the Spurs. Close loss to the Spurs. An even closer loss to the Lakers. And it just comes down to the same thing. It was a the theme of the year last year is the theme of this season too we just need to clue we need to close these games down the stretch man it's just rough possessions after rough possessions i mean putting ourselves wow. in hold and digging digging ourselves out of them especially with the spurs game and then the you know the lakers game you know it's the lakers it's lebron it's ad what are you going to do but i mean you got to win the yeah, spurs game you're down you're down one against the lakers the defending champs you have a half decent look from Kemba. Tice can't finish at the rim. It's just a tough way to lose, man. It's just the a Tice one way. was a little late, though. Like the Tice finish was after the buzzer. I thought pretty
0: much. I thought he got it up. It was. It was going to be close. I, I see. I think once they once the tip off. It was a great stop. Once they like. Jalen, I mean, it's a good look. What are you going to do? Kemba's going to knock it down. But as soon as Jalen like, caught it from being like frantic, it should have been a timeout. Like We should have
2: set up. Well, and- apparently Tatum was calling for timeout in the backcourt. Oh, really? Tatum was calling for timeout as he was running up the court. That's why he never crossed half court. He was never in the play. Because he yeah. was behind the play calling timeout and it never got called. Wow. But my takeaway from those games was, I mean... These are you need to win these games, but it also shows we can hang with these teams. We can hang with the Lakers. We can hang with these Spurs. Dude I'm tired of the it, mantra though that we can. We like, I haven't we had a full complement of players, man. You have to let these guys get healthy and play together. You're right. But, but playing the Lakers within one point in Kemba and we're finally getting this lineup of Kemba, Tatum, and Brown, you gotta give it you gotta give it time. Yeah, but I mean we've been saying you gotta give it time
0: for four years now. Like I feel like I mean, Jason, Jalen and Jason are old veteran players. We got to find a way to close. I get Jason, I give a little bit more. I mean, I give Jalen a little break. Unless you're
2: going to start wrapping guys in bubble wrap. There's nothing you can do to prevent this. Right. Smart got hurt now.
0: That was a big one. And luckily it's like, he's down, but not out for too long. It's only like a two week injury, but that was a big one. I like the wind came out of the sails of the like everything was going Celtics way at that point and then the wind just came out of the sails. That's what I'm we,
2: saying. We ha- we got all of our guns back and then we lose another one.
0: Wow! I just heard the wind of the snow just blowing in us. Sorry, big snowstorm going on right now. Um, yeah. I mean, we gotta. It's just like I, I'm. I'm kind of. We need to figure out how to close these games, and it's getting a little ridiculous. Uh here's a question for you. Should would you trade Kemba for Bradley Beal? Yes, I would. Straight up, yes.
2: Um, there's going to be more in that. They're going to want and Beal stuff. Beal's balling on a very bad team, as I say that they beat the Nets, but he's on a very bad team. He clearly wants out. He clearly wants to play for a team that can contend. If you can somehow swap Kemba and whatever else you need for Beal, I'd do it in a heartbeat. He makes the team that much better. And I mean, it, it eliminates a it, it eliminates a, um, a big question mark in Kemba, and will he go down again? Will he be playing the same as he used to? It gets rid of a big question mark, and it includes a big, big player in Beal.
0: I hate to give up on Kemba because uh, I, I think he hasn't really had a fair shake at it because of just his injury, the injury problems, but I would definitely take the deal. Uh, with whatever pick that you need to put in there. And don't forget Danny Football, that's not even including the trade exception. So if you can get Bradley Beal and in another trade get like one of these bigs, it, it takes care that's of the That's what two I'm saying, dude. Like this have. isn't
2: this isn't the finished Celtics product and we're still holding the defending champs to ninety six points.
0: We also got to get, we, I want to see this move done soon. I mean, part of it was waiting for everyone, like the deadline, uh, the, the date to trade players that sign contracts in the off season, I think just came up. I think it was in Feb, or it's coming up. It's in February, maybe early February, like, cause they have a certain amount of time they can't be traded. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the next month or so, we're going to start, I think seeing more deals being done. Uh, and hopefully the Celtics can get in. That's a
2: what I'm saying, dude. Years. I don't think this is the final form of the Celtics team, and then once that form does come, that team's going to be dangerous. Yeah. Hang I, on, man. Just hang I so. on. I, I, hey, I'm right in there with you.
0: I'm hang not on. Really, I'm not giving up yet. I'm just saying.
2: I'm saying some, uh... we're broken right now, but we're playing pretty good, and we're playing close games. It's one thing if we're getting blown up by the Lakers by 30, and then it's like, yeah. all right, clearly there's a, there's a problem. But you have a chance to win it at the end and beat the Lakers. You're doing something right.
0: You know what it's kind of like. It's kind of like at the end of Rocky One when he gets knocked down, you gotta get and back up. Uh, and uh, he's like they tell him to stay down, and then he f- has no eyes; all his eyes are swollen Not shut. Us, dude. And he gets away up to finish the last round. Not us, dude. You I think we're up. ready. You get up and finish that fight. Um. So I've put a put a pin in that for now, and we'll get back to the Celtics. This is this is a. Another sad day uh our seventh grade hero or my seventh grade hero is probably a little younger for you. Uh, you guys, Dustin Pedroia, I have his jersey. It didn't make sense to wear it. Cause you want to be able to see Dustin Pedroia, Petey Petey retired today, officially from the game of baseball. Um, Definitely a sad day, but not a surprise. We have been talking about this. Actually, Danny Football, every time he came on as a guest, when we talked Red Sox, he would talk about how Petey's done uh, and wanted
2: him to become a coach, actually. I think yeah, that was the
0: take you had. I
2: think that's what kind of took the wind out of my sails with the announcement today is, you know, it's something that we've been expecting. And it almost feels like it's, he's been retired for uh, the last couple seasons. Um, you know, hasn't played a game since 2019. He was out all last year and, you know, ever since the Machado injury, you know, it's just never been the same. Right. So you Not see that, I al- hate Machado. you see that alert and you're like, Oh, it's, he's finally retiring. And yeah, it's, it's the end of an era in a way. Cause you know, this man was the heart and soul of those 2010s Red Sox. He was an MVP, a rookie of the year, multiple gold gloves. Um, but the little the guy, same, the OG little guy. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. at the same time, like you, I see that alert saying he retires. I'm like, well, it makes sense. Like it's not it's not like a shock Andrew Luck retire or yeah like a Jeter goodbye tour sort of retire. It's you know he just Mookie Betts just, gets, gets traded. Right. Or, it was it, it was this guy's at the end of his rope and he's calling it a day. It was kind of like a right off into the sunset sort of retirement.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we all saw it coming. Um, it, that's why I don't think it's not that like shell shock. It's just like, it's like, wow, it is over. It's, it's like, yeah.
2: It's more like a realization that, okay, it's happening. It's real. After these last two seasons of will he won't he will he won't he trying yeah. to come back, trying to come back. It's finally
0: done. It's like when Tom Brady played his first game in the box, it was like, wow, it's officially like, <laughs> it's like, it is done. Like it's not, it's not going to happen again. Like that right. time's over. It's. Right. It's sad but it's time to look ahead. Yeah, and, he was
2: he was one of the last leftovers from the big Poppy era. So I mean, yeah, it's '07, 07,
0: like 07 Red, so- like the 07 championship, he was there. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's rookie it's, season, yeah. It's uh it's the end of an era. It's really really sad, but um well respected. Uh I think one question that comes to mind is should he have his number retired?
1: I
2: think he shouldn't. I think um if you go through his stats, if you go through his tenure with the Red Sox, how many championships he had a hand in, I think it's a no-brainer to retire 15. Um, you know, he was such a, such a constant presence at second base, in the lineup, in the community, with the fans. The fans loved him. I mean, he always gave, his, gave 110%. The players loved him. Um, MVP in his second year. He had the Rookie of the Year MVP back-to-back years. Um, I think based on that resume alone, he he should have his number retired. I think, first of all, Boston has a tendency, at
0: least with the Red Sox and the Celtics, to kind of like, especially with the Celtics, with number retirement are kind of like, Red Sox are a little different, but they like set the bar not low because all the people that had those number retired are legends and they deserve it, but it's not as high as other teams, I think. And part of that is because we have so many great players. Right. The other part of it is, like with the Celtics, Red wanted to retire everyone's number. and and pretty much if
2: you had any sort of hand in winning a championship, you got your number retired. Right.
0: And then uh, I think we've talked about this, actually, me and you. I I think this was with you. We talked about, like, changing the type of – putting numbers back into circulation. I think that's what we said. Um, But I think he'll end up getting his number retired. I think the main thing is he – like, embodied what it meant to be like a Red Sox
1: mm-hmm.
0: person in the Red Sox organization. Like, he embodied Boston, like, gritty. Uh, he felt like Pedroia. Like, the way I say it is, like, you felt like Pedroia was from Boston. Like, you don't, I have no idea where Dustin Pedroia is from, but it seemed like he was from Boston. Just how the way he acted, the toughness, like, you just embodied what the city was about. He played his whole career here. Like, you said, rookie of the year, MVP, his stats. I know, uh, Fellow uh, fan of the show, Jack Moran, always says the one knock is like, he, that not knock, but he's upset, is that last season he played, he knocked his average down, career average below 300. But 299 hitter, um, I think he definitely, I think I, I would put a lot of money on him getting his number retired. Um, I mean, I think it's well-deserved. The big question is, I think a lot of people will stand by saying his number retired. Is he a Hall of
2: Famer? Now, Hall of Famer, I'm not as sold on just because, and we're going to get into it in a little bit. If you see some of the names on the Hall of Fame ballot and how low of a percentage of votes they get, I'm not sure he gets in, man. I mean, you have Scott Rowland getting 52.9%. He still has a ways to go. You got a Todd Helton at 449
0: but those guys are going to be – They have. T- I think he's going to be in that group of guys. I think he's going to be on the ballot for 10 years and, or like 8 to 10, and then he's going to muster up some votes. Because I think if you look at his resume, granted, if he had over 300, that would have been – that would have helped his case a little more. You could say he's a 300 career hitter. But MVP, M- Rookie of the Year, MVP back-to-back years, he has multiple championships. Played with one team the entire time. Not really any scandals when he played. He was a like player of the community. He was a face of the uh, franchise for many years. He was a uh, good uh, representation of the league. Like I think he was a good you know, model player, I would say. I mean, some people give him crap for the Machado incident. But, I mean... I, the, the thing that will Pedroia will have a problem with it getting in is the end of his career, which isn't his fault. It's just injuries.
2: Like People are going to look at that and dock him, but I think he deserves to be in there. So I might get dragged for this, but I'm going to compare him to a Jeff Kent who's also on the ballot. Yeah. Jeff Kent, similar, one MVP, 290 hitter, played second and first base. Mm-hmm. He's on his eighth year on the ballot, and he only has 32.4%. He may he's he's
0: um, I like I said there's a chance he doesn't get in. I think he should be in. I think that's better representation. That's probably better way to phrase it. But he's gonna be like these guys, like Scott. I'm looking at the list right now. He's gonna be like uh, Scott Rowland, Omar Vizquel. Well,
2: Scott Rowland still has six years to do it, and he so he has plenty of time to make up the ground. I'm wor- when I compare him to a Jeff Kent, my worry is is that you know, eight years in and he's still like over 40% of the way away from. Him. I don't think, I think eight years in, I think he'd be higher.
0: I think he'd be more of like a Todd Helton Three, like third year in he's at 40%, maybe a little lower than that, but maybe like an Andrew Jones fourth years in, he's at 33%. And then he can I mean, muster up another, like, it's going to depend on his class and stuff like that. This whole hall of well, fame voting is a we'll, sham. So we'll have
2: a, we'll have a better idea once he gets his first year and we see where it comes out. to. right. I do think he should
0: remain on the, like with these, some of these people that made it through to another year on the ballot, he definitely deserves to stay on the ballot for like, you know, yeah. Barry Zito got bounced. Do we want to just get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, obviously the hall of fame, voting happened. It happened earlier, uh, later last early, mid last week. Um, we all know my feeling of the hall of fame. If you don't, I think it's an absolute disgrace. I think it's watered down and granted, like if you ask me based on who gets in, I think Pedroya should get in. Do I think Pedroya is a slam down Hall of famer? No. And in many regards, I think that should mean he doesn't get in. But based on, like, who's getting in, I think he deserves to be in. And the way that they do the voting is just ridiculous. But no one got in this year. Kurt um, Schilling, Roger Clemens, and Barry Bonds all missed it. They're going to their 10th vote next year. Well, maybe not Kurt Schilling. He asked, him, he asked to be taken off the ballot. Um, my main thoughts from this is like, do I agree with Kurt Schilling politically? No. Like, do I think he's an idiot post-career? Yes. But I don't, I don't let that affect. I think that's, a, like, I think that's a, like a lot of people don't have, like people argue with this is the argument. I look at what he did between the lines during his career and he made. and if you can tell the story of baseball without the, this person, and I don't believe you can. This guy was an absolute animal. He had, uh, hold on. Let's, let's see here. I have this all,
2: I came, I came with receipts. I was going to say, dude, you were ready to go. I I'm, came I'm, with with. I'm, I'm ready for you to pop off on these people.
0: All right. First of all, all you nerds out there that like, uh, war, like those analytics of war, uh, Kurt Schilling all time now people may think this is bad, but out of the thousands of players to play, Kurt Schilling is sixty fifth of all time players that's just players wise so like the offensive like players and pitchers he's sixty fifth all time out of pitchers he's twenty sixth is a fun fact for you, Danny football out of the top thirty pitchers of all time war pitching numbers of all time, there is only Four pitchers not in the Hall of Fame. One of them is Curt Schilling. Do you know the other the three? If three you had to take a guess.
2: Uh, can you give me their teams? Uh, one is active. Two are not active.
0: So that's why one's not in the Hall.
2: All right. Is one, th- is one Bartolo Cologne?
0: No. At oh, okay. 30, Justin Verlander. Oof. He's active, so he has no chance of being in the Hall of Fame so far. But he, I think we both agree he's going to be in the yes, Hall, hall of Fame. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, At 27, Jim McCormick. Yes. Mm. Who is that? He played before 1900. So there there was no electricity going on there. He's from the UK. Like, forget it. Like, we're dealing with someone that didn't know what uh, the internet was. So we'll count him out. Uh, And then third all-time war, Roger Clemens. So there's, there's only one other player above him that's not been in the Hall of Fame in pitching war, and that's Roger Clemens. And looking at uh, like all-time players, war like I said, he was sixty-fifth. There's only one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five players above him. One of them is Pete Rose, is a sham. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Adrian Beltray, who I think I think we'd both agree he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's just hasn't been on the ballot yet. Albert Pujols, who hasn't been on the ballot yet, is active and he'll still he'll get in the Hall of Fame. I think that's no even though he was, I think he was part of the steroid era, but we won't get into that. And then A-Rod, which all you cowards who are saying that Barry Bonds shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, I guarantee Arod's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So I'd love to see what they have to say. And then Roger Clemens obviously is up there too. So he's one of the only players that is not in the Hall of Fame that can be in the Hall of Fame at like at where he's at. He has, he's 15th in all time in K's, 86th in wins. He has three world series in two different uh, leagues. He has a world series MVP under his belt. He has all time. He, I think he led the league in wins. He led the league in K's a couple times, multiple all-star appearances. Like this guy is, should be in the hall of fame. Like it's absolutely insane. I get that he's an idiot, but you got, when Barry Zito is getting a vote for the Hall of Fame, Barry Zito is getting a vote for, you're saying Barry Zito is better than Kirk Schilling, career-wise. Not me. That's absolutely ridiculous. Erasmo Erasmus Marirez got four votes. Tim Hudson got 21 votes. Who is this guy? Latroy Hawkins got two votes. Like, come on, people, like, I get you don't agree with him, and I get he's an idiot, but looking at his career, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't agree with everyone's views, and I think some people are absolute morons. I hate A-Rod. I really don't. I dislike him a lot. I dislike Barry Bonds. I dislike um, Roger Clemens. Well, I don't really dislike Roger Clemens. It's kind of like that gray area. But I dislike A-Rod. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I really do. I don't think you can tell the story of baseball without Alex Rodriguez. I really don't. So I just feel like the way they vote for the hall of fame is so messed up and it really is just ridiculous. Like I really, like, it really like grinds my gears that some guy like that leads the league, uh, like Roger Clemens, who is one of the greatest pitchers of all time, Curt Schilling, who was, is, he's not. Top five pitchers of all time, maybe not even top ten, but he's definitely up there in pitchers of all time. And Barry Bonds, who is one of the greatest hitters of all time, is not in your Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous.
2: That was every bit of the rant I was hoping you were to get. I was almost, I was worried when you started. I was like, he's not getting as mad as I thought he was going to do. And you, you lit it up, man. Hey, I have a question for you, Danny Football.
0: These are fun facts. You want some fun facts? I love sure. the fun facts thing. Um, only two top fifteen. Uh, Roger Clemens and Curt Schilling, the only two top 15 in all-time Ks not in the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, there's only two players to lead a cat, major stat category all-time and not be in the Hall of Fame. You know who they are? Clemens and Rose. Clemens and Rose. No, no. Bonds, Barry Bonds and Rose. I thought oh, Clemens uh, led the league in strike led in strikeouts. He's uh, third. Oh, he's behind Ryan. I think Ryan has the record. Um, yeah. Nolan Ryan had a ridiculous amount of strikeouts. But Barry Bonds and Pete Rose are not in your Hall of Fame, which is atrocious. Top 20 um, in home runs not to be in the Hall of Fame.
2: You want to take a guess at who they are? Uh, I'm assuming Bonds is somewhere in there. Bonds Um, is definitely up there. A-Rod's in there. A-Rod. So is Sam McGuire. Yep. Pujols. Pujols.
0: Manny Ramirez. uh, Right. David Ortiz and Rafael Palmeiro. Oh my God, Rafael Palmero. Who he took the brunt of the steroid era. I remember I like looked, I was going to, I went to it, my first Orioles game back in the day, and I was all fired up to see Rafael Palmero play. And it was r- that a weekend that the news came out about steroids and he tested positive. I missed the game, first game that he was suspended for. Jeez. I never saw him again. He disappeared off the face of the earth. Like I I was looking forward and I never got to see him. Um. Uh, well, I mean, it's just, like, it's ridiculous. It, it, I mean, I could go on and on, and like, looking at it. Like, it's, it's absolutely atrocious that these guys. And Barry Zito. I love Barry Zito. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that he, people think he should be in the Hall of Fame over Curt Schilling, Roger Clemens, Barry Bond, Manny Ramirez is, like, absolutely insulting. Like, that's
2: insulting. So, you know how I work, man? We've gone over it with um, football plenty of times. I'm a big kind of like say their name, think their name, and it's just kind of like immediate for me. Like you say Tom Brady is like Hall of Famer, easy. When you say Kurt Schilling, it's Hall of Famer. I mean, World Series MVP, NLCS MVP, three-time World Series champion. He was an ace on three different that, teams. I mean, that's a, cha- that's, that's a Hall of Famer. Same with Roger Clemens. I mean, seven Cy Young Awards, two World Series championships, a league MVP. Uh, you know, player of the year, you like go down the list. Roger Clemens is a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. I'd argue for um, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa based on the freaking home run race alone. So you have all sorts of names that aren't going to get in because the baseball writers have this vendetta against quote unquote cheaters when there's no basis for it. But at the same time, I don't understand why they get a vote as it is. So it's just going to continue to be like this until something changes with the voting committee or how they vote. Because the way it's going right now, you're going to have so many people who are integral to the growth and popularity of the game that won't get their recognition as a Hall of Famer, which is sad. Two things
0: also. I I couldn't agree more. One one thing is Bud Selig. I think he was a good commissioner. Um, He was the commissioner during the steroid era. He let the steroid era go down. He's in the Hall of Fame. Why is he not in? Why is he taken out, not taken out? If uh, Barry Bonds, uh, Roger Clemens, uh, Mark McGuire, Manny, uh, I mean, he hasn't been in there yet, but A-Rod, uh, all these guys who were breaking the rules. It was like the height of the steroid era when
2: he was the commissioner. Why is he allowed in?
0: like I think it like
2: should be taken out. I I just hate that it's the writers who get to do it because we've seen <laughs> writers not we saw writers not vote in Dwight Evans because he was mean to them during his playing right. career. It's ridiculous. And you know, I mean the Kurt Schilling saving, has sorry go ahead. The only saving grace is that they didn't besmirch the name of Mike Piazza and they did vote him in. I'm a big Mike Piazza guy. So I was and there, I knew there but were you rumblings Tell
0: the game without him.
2: Like he, I knew there were rumblings like back in the day, like when he was coming up on the ballot of, Oh, well he played in the steroid era. We don't, we can't prove that he took steroids, but he was there. And then I was like, if you guys don't vote him in as one of the greatest catchers of all time, there's a problem.
0: The other thing is, there's people in there. Um, I'm not going to say who you can look it up, but there's people in the hall of fame with much worse backgrounds and Criminal charges on their resume than kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, and Roger Clemens combined. Like there is some scumbags in the MLB Hall of Fame. Take them out. If you're going to be mad at kurt Schilling for tweeting, then take those guys out that have caught caught a case. Like that's like like oh, this is ridic- ridiculous. Like it's absolutely insane. The thing I want can't wait to see is I think we all agree David Ortiz is the first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think. Anyone's going to disagree, but I want to see the peep, the steroid people that are standing on their soapbox. What's going to happen with A Rod? David Ortiz never tested positive. Well, he did test positive something, but he, you know, there was a little different. But what about David Ortiz? Like, is David Ortiz going to catch some flack? He, he, one hundred percent is. He, that hundred percent is. Is um, I mean, Justin Monell is probably going to be in. He's, he should be in. He's all of famer. Prince Fielder is Prince Fielder going to catch some flack for how he went out with his career. And, you know, he was part of I mean, a little bit in the, uh, steroid era. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Ryan Howard was like, I don't think he ever tested positive for steroids, but he's like a big guy in the, in that, like, he deserves to be in the
2: hall of fame. I believe. Mm, I don't know about that. Really? We'll get in. We can, we can take yeah, that. We'll have to look the, at his numbers. But, year, but I'll close with this. Uh, I've said it a couple times already. The the writers shouldn't have a vote. Someone needs to take da- Dan Shaughnessy's lunch money, man. I yeah. hate that guy. I've had enough the of him. is. I've had enough of him using his Hall of Fame ballot as a fucking prop. It needs to stop.
0: What, how I think they should do, and I'll leave. I'll leave the Hall of Fame discussion like this. I think it should be a blind vote. You get a list of um, statistics, career stats. You look at the career stat, no name, and you judge it based on that. If you think the career stats equal the Hall of Fame, you vote them in.
2: Or you can just make it completely statistics-based and say, if, you get, if your stats are close to or above this average of stats, you are in. Right.
0: And, I mean, part of that, is, like, I get it. I mean, if you're, if you're hitting crazy stats, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. And I get some people make the Hall of Fame based on their impact on the game. Mm-hmm. Might not have the greatest stats in the league. And that's if what our veterans huge. committee is for. Right. Right, so its it's ridiculous. They should have a little bit of everyone, like the players should have a say, the, the coaches, writers, the writers, the should have a say, the owners, coaches, I think they all should have a say, and it all equals into who gets in. So that's my, that's my soapbox. Welcome to my TED Talk. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, but it is ridiculous that this guy this guy is not in the national baseball hall of fame because he he's an idiot because of Twitter. That's that's why he's not in. All right, so wrapping it up, we're going to get into our last segment of the night, The People's Topic.
2: It's The People's Topic.
0: Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Zone. Write in this there. We do the people's topic every week. You can also write into YouTube on our YouTube channel, leave it in the comments. Subscribe to the channel. Quest for 100 subscribers is still on. Uh, Producer John, take it away.
1: Start on Twitter from Justin underscore Lavoy5. He has two questions actually. First, Pedroya. Uh, Pedroya the legend, one of the greatest – he didn't add any commas in here. Hold on. Pedroya. Pedroya, the legend. Pedroia the legend. Hold on. This is ELA in middle school, man. Come on. Pedroya the legend, one of the greatest Red Sox players. Oh, 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 okay. He's just saying that as a topic. Okay, covered it. Nailed it. Boom. All right. All right. All right. Yep, agree. Second, if you haven't touched on this, um, would you even – okay. Would you even want to be a teammate of Bradley Beal after seeing his lack of effort? Just because his team is not very good, it looked bad. Um,
2: I mean, considering how much this guy has given to the Wizards organization over the course of his career, I think he's allowed to be frustrated over his team getting the shit kicked out of it.
0: Yeah, but that—that that, I know what he's talking about. That Twitter clip—I'm a—I'm a big Bradley Beal defender, but that clip was bad, man. That body language was. Bad. If you're gonna be like that, I mean, well, just say I'm sitting out. Like I would, I would understand it more if he just said, "All right, I'm sitting out." I, I
2: don't know, man. I kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. Like you have one bad night, or you're just a little fed up, and it kind of shows. But it's not like it's a habit of his, so I'll kind of give him the benefit of the doubt.
0: Give him the benefit of the doubt for now, and we'll see. If it keeps happening,
2: then yeah, it's a problem. Like, did you see the clip? I did. But if it's gonna be a one-off thing, I don't have a huge deal with it.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Instagram. From at Dennis Bagels. The, Bagels. the Bagel Man.
0: He's a, he's a fan of the show. He's written it a couple times. Wrote it a couple times. Written it? Wrote it.
1: What is the biggest sports moment of 2021 so far? Brady going to his 10th Super Bowl. Poor. Poor. Poirier. 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 Oh, right. The UFC dude. Poirier mm-hmm. or Edge's Royal Rumble win. Edge's wow. Royal Rumble win. Did you
2: write this in? Edge's Royal from? Rumble win by oh. far. I did not think he was gonna run the game at last year. That was
1: nuts. Imagine Including, making. How was he in his 40s or something? 47. Gee, almost a 50-year-old man making him wrestle for an hour. forty
2: seven year old man enters the Royal Rumble at number one, last an hour, and throws Randy Orton out. That was nuts. Why'd they make him
1: wrestle for an hour? That's me. <laughs> Just to show that he can. He, know how much money he should? Like, Like he had to have gotten a payday to be like, hey, look, you're going to do this for I think they, they get paid
2: extra at the Rumble. They have incentives at the Rumble. Let me tell you something. They don't
0: even get an hour uh, in their yard at uh, the nursing home that he's at. So I think they deserve deserves oh, little extra money. I, d- I, I don't heard, have any statements. I heard a
1: thing where it's like, so isn't like, like, like a football game is like three hours? I guess there's like a study saying like, of those three hours, there's like 12 minutes of action or something. I don't know if that's true, but I heard, I heard like if they count all up, it's like 12 minutes of actual action in a football game. Mm-hmm. Edge lasted an hour. Tom Brady only has to go for 12 minutes uh, uh, spanned out within three hours.
0: I think you need to check your facts there. But, yeah, I don't know. Judging from what you said, I mean, a 47 year old man wrestling for an hour that's a that's a big uh big deal but i didn't see it so i'm gonna go with uh tom brady making it to his red didn't see it it didn't happen it didn't happen that's true you forgot that
1: wow listen to this the average the average amount of actual action in an nfl game has been calculated to be between 11 and 15 minutes well,
2: the 15 other three
1: hours or so are covered by replays advertisements color commentary blah 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 blah, blah. there's 15 minutes a quarter yeah, but of action, of like between like when the ball is hiked and yeah. then between when the guy is sacked, I guess is what they're counting. So if you add all that all that time up with like actual not to put a damper on the super. What's Bowl coming study up next week? What's the study at uh, where's the study out of orbs.com is where it's. Yeah, I, came I don't from. believe
0: it. <laughs> Orb's more like fibs. Whoa. Nice. nice. All
1: right. Next question. <laughs> I guess I'd pick ed- I'd pick edge now. Depending on what happens, like, I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday. You know, like if Brady wins. To 10. But I'm saying if Brady, like if Brady wins, it might put it over edge. Brady goes for a 99-yard rushing touchdown. That that's
2: uh, that also. That's only
0: Danny Etling.
2: Ooh, yeah. thank you, thank you. People forget the longest run in Patriots franchise history. Danny Etling
1: <laughs> at the Andyman Man 11. Ooh, AJ. Who would you rather on your fantasy team? Yeah, In a two QB dynasty, Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? Josh Allen, White Lightning.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd go Josh Allen. I think it's, uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson's going to give you a lot of rushing yards, which help. But um, Allen's going to give you both. He's going to give you both.
1: I'll go Edge. <laughs> um, Joseph underscore Celia. No
0: intro for Joseph underscore. Oh, I mean, give him, right. give him one.
2: Give him one. On this day, we see clearly Joseph Celia. <laughs>
1: My country tis of thee. Um, kind of a similar, similar note. Which QB would you rather have, MVP Cam Newton or MVP Lamar Jackson? Oh, man, probably go yeah. Edge again, man. <laughs>
2: People both, forget how good both were. Both were cheat codes, man. In their MVP years, damn. Give me MVP Newton because he made it further in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, but he didn't do anything in the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, how, okay. Lamar Jackson didn't make it out of the divisional round.
0: That's, that's true. Yeah, I'd probably go Cam Newton. I'd, I, I'd go Cam Newton. He didn't really have much on that team either
2: offensively. See? Lemon out of lemonade. Oop. Lemonade out of lemons. Whoops, lemon. <laughs> lemonade out. Of he lemon. forced the lemonade back into the lemon. <laughs> and I lemonade should that into it.
0: lemon. <laughs> and that'll do it. And that's it for people's topic. Remind, remember, you can write in any time of the week on our Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Zone. Uh, we'll hear your comments every week, and we'll read them out, like Joseph underscore Celia. Uh, that's about it. Next week we're gonna have a Super Bowl champion. Will Tom Brady win his? Seventh, seventh, right? Seventh, mm-hmm. or will he lose another one? <laughs> will he lose? <laughs> another that's, what, that's what they say. He's, next next week, yeah, that'll be bullet. the big. Super Bowl <laughs> it's gonna be. Show. It's, I'll definitely. It's it's definitely one of the highest anticipated Super Bowls. Big stakes, baby. I've had for a while. Like last year was like. At Super Bowl is always fun, but like this one is like. I feel you always know, like it stinks it's more, though. Like how
1: exciting it is. We can't get with like fifteen of our friends and have like a big party and all that. I mean, you I could. It's just. Yeah, yeah. I guess you physically fun. physically could. You could do it.
2: It just wouldn't be a good idea.
0: Yeah. I don't have friends, so I.
2: I'm your friend, dude. <gasps> we'll, we'll toss it on we'll Zoom. Talk,
0: right? A Zoom. Should we do a Zoom? We'll big Red Zone Zoom, Zoom,
2: Zoom we'll call. Zoom the Super Bowl. And then we'll have get, to stop every forty minutes, <laughs> and then we'll get. Yeah, you know, we'll get arrested because we streamed the Super Bowl, but it'll all be worth it. No. Yeah. No,
0: not us. Well, until next time, thank you, Danny Football, for joining. Producer John, have a great week, everyone.